welcome to the Way Up North podcast. My name is Erin, and I am the event planner for Way Up North and also the host for the podcast series. So today we're going to be chatting with Lauren Scotty, who sounded, at least to me, like she was Italian or is Italian, but she's very much not. She's very much American, and we're going to get a bit of an idea who she is and what to expect from her in Stockholm. Um, okay, so welcome, thank and thank you, you for, for taking a quick few minutes out of your Friday yeah, to chat with us. Basically, um, you know, I haven't Googled you. I don't know anything <laughs> about you except that I, I'm pretty sure you're a photographer. <laughs> And some people who are coming to this conference might be in the same boat. So, for sure. we, you know, we just want to, we just want to get a bit of a feel for you and, and what to expect. So maybe you can start by just, you know, introducing yourself and telling us kind of what you do. Yeah. So Lauren Scotty, not Italian. Um, I live <laughs> in Orange County, California. Um, I grew up here. I actually live in the same city that I grew up in. Um, couldn't get away. <laughs> Uh, I've been married for almost six years now, um, and we have a little baby on the way. Oh, exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. So first one. Yes. So, um, going to definitely learn how to still run a business and have a kid. So that should be interesting. Yes. Uh, It was actually funny. Um, I never wanted to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get married young and have kids. And now that I am having a kid, it seems a lot more scary than owning a business. So <laughs> so should be interesting, but we're excited. Um, I've done photography for, well, officially as Lauren Scotty for six years. I started it right when I got married to my husband. Um, but I've kind of been in the game for a while. My dad's actually a photographer. Um, he used to shoot weddings back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, he thinks the wedding industry died, but he's just very old school and didn't really (laughs) keep up with it. I'm like, Oh no, that wedding world is on fire. So, Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, he, he still does photography. He can't, he cannot believe that I crop people's heads off. I shoot into the sun. I don't shoot with a flash all the time, but um, I know he's proud of me at the end of it all. But yeah, I'm just completely opposite from him. That's awesome. <laughs> Cut people's heads off. <laughs> That's what he says. He's like, how how do your clients like a photo without their heads in the frame? I'm like, well, there's plenty of other ones with their heads in the frame, Dad. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, that's amazing. And so how did you how did you get become a photographer? Was it your dad's influence or or something else? Yeah, so um I kind of was roped into the family business and I kind of did it cuz my dad was like, "Well, you can work for me and I'll pay you decent or you can go get a job at Starbucks like the rest of your friends." And so I was like, "Well, I'd rather work for you." So I started shooting weddings with him. I actually started designing all of his wedding albums and all of his photo friends were like, oh, you design albums? So I kind of like started this business um, when I was like 16 Mm -hmm. and I kept doing that, but I wasn't really interested in it. Um, I thought wedding photography was boring and weddings were boring. Um, (laughs) And I thought just photography was like the way my dad did it. Um, I didn't know that there was a whole creative world out there. So I actually went to school for graphic design, um, really 
love graphic design, but I hate doing it myself. Creating something out of nothing is not for me. Um, <laughs> I like Fair. working with something, uh, not just having like a blank page and then, okay, create something brilliant. Um, and so I, uh, I had a random internship at Hurley after I graduated. And then I found myself Googling or finding like all this crazy wedding inspiration, like wedding photography. And Mm -hmm. I saw the creative world of it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, if I can do that, then I would love to be a part of that. I just didn't know you could make it your own. Cool. Yeah. 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 So yeah, but you can, you just got to cut some heads off and call it a day. (laughs) Exactly. That's all I needed to do. And bam, here we are. So when you decided that you wanted to keep doing it, did was it easy for you because you had already kind of been working with your dad and knew some people or was it hard to get your first few weddings? You know, you would think it would be easy, but like because I wasn't so interested in it, I don't feel like I obviously picked things up. But that now mm. looking back, I wish I would have paid attention a little bit more. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I think I did learn a lot. And then I also um, ended up working for another wedding photographer in the area. And I was her okay. office assistant. And so mm-hmm. that was so helpful because she was completely different from how my dad like ran his business and what he did. So it was really good to get like an old school perspective of someone who's done it since the film days. And back mm-hmm. in the day when wedding photography was not a thing, like there was two or three people in the yellow pages and you would blindly pick one and be like, okay, I need a photographer um, to someone who is like sought after to shoot their wedding. Um, right. so I learned a lot from her. She said it was just an office job. And I was like, great. I know how to design albums. I know how to like do all the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But then I was able to actually go on weddings with her And at first, just like hold her bag and just observe how she operated and how she worked to start second shooting with her. So I feel like that really, really did help me um, gain confidence in myself to Mm -hmm. start shoot. And then I would just shoot friends and people and like got myself involved in a photo community. And then people were like referring me if they were booked. So it kind of just started from a culmination of all those things. Nice, nice. And I feel like you're young. How old are you? Um, I look like I'm 18, but I'm actually <laughs> 29. Okay, so you're not like a total baby. No. But you do you do look 18. That is yes. no lie. I look like a child. Yeah. I'm having a child, and I'm pretty sure my child will come on my 30th birthday, which I'm really yes. upset about. No, that'll be cool. No, I want my own birthday and my own presents. <laughs> I guess that's true that it's going to become all about the kid. For yeah, a while. I still need a yeah. day to myself, right? Yeah. You can just pick a different day, though. Like, listen, <laughs> I we're, not, we're not sharing. Hey, we're not listen, sharing. kid, we're not. No. Yeah. No sharing. When when I get got my dog, she was like six months old. I know that like moms hate when people compare kids and dogs, yeah. but like I don't have any kids, so here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got my dog, I didn't actually know exactly what day she was born, you know, like you don't necessarily know right. if you're just adopting a dog. So we just decreed a day. And then 
one of my friends just had a baby on Christmas. I'm like, why don't you just call it like the 28th or something? Like, does it really matter? And she's like, cause she didn't want his birthday to be on Christmas. Cause she felt yeah. like take away from his birthday. I'm like, just call it the 28th. No one's going to care or ever I know. Mean, like, it's fine. I mean, if he, always, if he grows up thinking his birthday's on the 28th, he'll just think it's exactly. the 28th. Exactly. So if it does happen, you just push it a couple okay. days. Thank you. Thank you can for your confirmation your on that. I appreciate it. <laughs> so welcome. Now, have you ever done like a speaking engagement, like what you're going to do at Way Up North? Uh, not like this level. Um, I've spoke at workshop in New York for the past two years, but the classes are really tiny. Um, okay. So I'm really glad this isn't the 500 person one. Um, yeah, I was going to say this one's going to be nice. It's like, I don't know, 80, 80, 90 people. I mean, that's still a lot, but that's way better than 500. So, um, little nervous, but really excited. So yeah, cool. Okay. So I feel like you might be someone who's like dying before you, right before you have to go on. Oh yeah. Not, not, that's not a burn. I'm just saying I can feel it in you that you might be like, Oh God. But then as soon as you're done, you're going to be like, that was easy. Uh Uh-huh. Probably. I hope so. Or I'll yeah, just pass I feel out like- on stage and then I won't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you pass out, I'll just keep advancing your PowerPoint for you and just let it be self-explanatory. You can fill in for me. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I have to do it too. So no way. <laughs> I'll do it in twice. Um, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a good room. You know, not too many people, not the big, huge one. Yeah. And like if people are watching online, great. We don't have to see them. No. We don't need to know that they're there. Exactly. It's like they. So that's cool. <laughs> but uh, okay, so you've never done it. Are you feeling like prepared at this point? Um. Yes. <laughs> you don't need to lie to me. I haven't even started. So <laughs> no, I thought I had so much time to do it, and now that it's like narrowing down, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to formulate all of these thoughts into. <laughs> One presentation. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been like thinking about it, but I need to, yeah, I need to put it like down all in one spot. Yeah. And I feel like that's where we're all at right now, which is we all know what we're going to say, kind of, mm-hmm. but it's a matter of just like streamlining it in what order and, you know, what's staying in and what's not, not getting said. And- right. That's a process. You have to just like accept that you're going to like spend a day on it. Exactly. But, like it feels hard to find a day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if we were yeah. just doing it like this, if we were just chatting, maybe you could just like interview me on the stage and I'll just, <laughs> I'll talk about whatever you want. If you freeze up or pass out, I'll just lean in and be like, so what, what day is going to be your kid's birthday? Have you decided? <laughs> uh, you just became my new best friend. <laughs> there's been a few times where we've like given people alcohol before they went on because they were freaking out well, so. i'm pregnant so it happens yeah oh yeah you can't do that oh. there's like no fun allowed with pregnancy <laughs> so give, we'll give you candy and get you all keyed up <laughs> perfect <laughs> okay so as far as your talk as far as what you know so far or what you're thinking um what can we kind of expect from you like 
roughly what are you going to talk about without like giving away all the gold? Yeah, probably a lot of embarrassing stories and photos. Um, maybe a lot of hand motions. Um, hopefully not passing out. Um, no, I'm really just going to talk about um, like online presence and how that's important to your business. Um, I mean, I'm still currently working on that. I feel like it's a process that never stops. Um, but I just have felt like the platforms out there especially Instagram. And I know everyone's hating on Instagram right now because of the algorithm. Because of, because of, I feel like, yeah, people do hate on it. I like Instagram. Oh, look at you. 54.9 thousand followers. But that was all built like organically. It was just posting good content, connecting with other people, tagging brands and things of, you know, like, I mean, maybe I'm giving away too much, but like, uh, I mean, it just really comes down to being involved in the community and knowing other photographers as well. Um, and like you share those same interests and if you have beautiful photos and like pretty things or like eating food or traveling, you know, you're going to connect with other photographers and then maybe you get to meet them when you travel And then, you know, like there's just so many opportunities online. And so it would be a miss if you're just like, well, because the algorithm mess everything up, I'm just not going to use it. Just seems like a miss. Totally. (sighs) I feel like I, I looked on Google, like make sense of the algorithm. And it was like, comment on stuff and like talk to people. I'm like, so I do that already. I'll just keep doing what I do. (laughs) I mean, I really don't know the magic formula. And sometimes photos blow up and I'm like, oh, why did that one blow up over something else? Like, I have no idea how it works, but I'm just going to continue to post good content and be nice to people online and make terrible insta stories of me talking and you know (laughs) i like it i'm gonna definitely start watching your insta stories Um, and now i'm i feel like i'm having like a very minimal starstruck moment because i recognize some of the photos on your instagram feed of like weddings that i've seen on june bug i mean like oh it's so pretty i love that i love that wedding (laughs) (laughs) and it was your wedding like really Really recognizably is like the pink haired bride. Oh, yeah. She was, she's quite the hit. It's quite the hit. Yeah. I, yeah. I scored on, on that for sure. Yeah. How much, like, how much do you feel like the clients that you get make or break you? Or do you feel like it's in your hands to get cool clients? You know, I think you just kind of attract, like, you'll naturally start attracting people who are your people. Um, and that's not true for everything. I mean, I still get clients that our styles are, you know, probably not the same, but they're genuinely Mm. nice people and their wedding's amazing. And it's just, it does kind of suck that if their wedding doesn't have all these cool details, it's not going to get shared as much as, you know, someone Mm -hmm. that does. But, um, I think you'll generally just attract good people and then Sometimes they happen to just be extra stylish, which is awesome, but totally. Yeah. And I I always tell, well, I always like tout two very simple life lessons with Instagram. Not that I have anywhere near sort of what you have going on here, but it's like, um, always 
you can always find something at every wedding mm-hmm. that's in- Instagrammable, even if it's like the tiniest thing, like the cat at the getting ready location or totally. like, you know, nothing to do with what the wedding looks like. You can find something that will make a cool photo. Yeah. And you just have to look, other, you have to look for it. You, you have to just totally. be like aware of yeah. where you are. And obviously anyone can make anything look a lot cooler than it actually is. A hundred percent. Oh my God, you so can. So if you're trying to find content, but you're one of those, I have photographer friends who are like, oh, like my weddings are not pretty in the way that most are on the blogs mm-hmm. and blah, blah. I'm like, you can find one little fucking candle and flower close exactly. up thing that'll be like pretty or like the hem of a dress or I don't know, something. Yeah, and that's... You can find one thing. That's what Instagram is. You're posting exactly. one good photo. You know how many times like I posted one photo and I was like, yeah, that was probably the best photo of the day. People are like, oh my gosh, this wedding was probably so amazing. And you're like, you're like, yeah, yeah. it was amazing. <laughs> and I know other people do that too. It's just, oh, of course, you see like five photos and you're like, that wedding must have been like the most amazing wedding. Amazing. And you're like, totally. No, it really that wasn't. Was the best part. Yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, and like to some degree of obviously all weddings are magical, yes. but from a marketing perspective, you just got to find that thing. And then the flip side of that is like, don't post shit just to post something. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. If you just do those two <laughs> things, you'll be fine. There, there, don't post shit. There just is to my post whole something. talk. Thank you for right? spoiling it. <laughs> Me too. Out. Let's just go shopping instead. <laughs> uh, eat Swedish meatballs. You know, it. those really aren't a thing. Yeah. Oh, I've had them. I've been to Stockholm a few times now. Yeah. And that was a... That was an early an early adventure was getting the meatballs. Yeah, I've been there once and I was like, oh my gosh, I'll find them everywhere. No, you don't. No, you got to go to like a, an actual Swedish I restaurant. Know. It's probably like when yeah. people come to California and they think you'll see a celebrity everywhere you go. And it's like, no, you won't. No. How's life in California? I feel like that would be a competitive market to be a photographer in. Um, Yeah. It is, but I mean, there's enough weddings to go around. Like, I never am like, oh my gosh. The, like, there's so many photographers, and like, I'm never going to book anything. It's like, you know how many people get married out here? Like, there's enough yeah. to go around. <laughs> That's how I feel up here, too, like Vancouver. It feels like there's more weddings here than anywhere in the mm-hmm. world, which I'm sure isn't true, but it feels that way. Yeah, there's enough yeah. There's enough people getting married. There's enough business to go around. Excellent. So when is your birthday? July 23rd. So you're having a kid right in the middle of the summer. Yes. amazing have you not taken bookings in August like what's been your your mo so actually for me um the summers aren't really busy for me which you would think is weird because I mean the summer's nice but it's nice in California January through December so right pretty much wedding season doesn't stop and I I shoot more in um, like the spring and the fall and winter than the summer. Right. So I actually got pretty lucky that I didn't really have too much in the summer. Um, cool. And I mean, if I'm not 
traveling for wedding, I would say about 90% of my weddings are in Palm Springs anyways. Right. Okay. And wedding season so in Palm Springs is spring and fall and winter. Yeah, because I guess in the summer, people get people are more likely to get married where they are in the colder areas. And then well, when it gets cold up here yeah. in the winter and the spring and the fall, people are coming to California. Well, it's definitely so. hot out in Palm Springs in the summer. They like shut the wedding industry down. Because it's just too hot. Like over 100 degrees. It's too hot. That is not, it's not a problem up here in Canada. <laughs> Well, actually, a lot of people from Canada get married in uh, Palm Springs. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so it's not devastating to you to have a kid in July. No, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, it's in the middle of wedding season. I'm like, no, it actually worked out kind of perfect. Yeah, because it's not your wedding season. No, that makes sense. Um, And then you're going to take a little bit of time off. Like, what are you giving yourself? How do you imagine this going? (laughs) We're going to do a follow-up. Yeah. We're going to do a follow-up with you. Yeah, where is she now? I feel like everyone is curious about this topic though, because there's a lot of female wedding photographers and a lot of females want kids mm-hmm. and they're like, how, how does, how do I do that? Yeah. How do I do that? Yeah. I mean, I've had a couple friends go through it and so I've kind of just seen how they've managed it. Um, and again, this is my first kid. I don't like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to probably give myself a little bit more time than I think I need Mm -hmm. because me I'm thinking oh yeah I could just go shoot a wedding like a couple weeks later like no big deal and people are like "Uh, (laughs) you're gonna don't do like you're gonna have to feed your child are you gonna bring it with you and I was like oh I didn't even think of that um so (laughs) already being a good (laughs) mother here uh but I actually put something out on Instagram the other day that was like what do you guys want to see on my Instagram and a lot of people said how you still manage a business and become a mom. Like what that looks like. Oh yeah, like. I can see that. So totally. I guess I guess you'll be along for the adventure of of what that looks like. That's excellent. We won't even need to do a follow-up. Everyone just has to go follow Lauren Scotty <laughs> and watch the Instagram stories. Shameless plug. And get the answers. <laughs> um, there's another uh, speaker at the show, this time, Anna Cooperberg. Mm-hmm. She has three kids. Oh, wow. And she, like, is a computer. So, you know, you can pick her brain when you're there. Honestly. Because she obviously has it dialed. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. I think it was it Anna. Yeah, it was Anna with the three. And then I can't remember if it was Anna now. Actually, now I'm doubting myself. Like, was it one of the other 500 women I've talked to this well, week? I can't remember. Well, and I know Andrea <laughs> just had a kid. And I've been a actually a huge fan of her. So following along yes. with her journey, too. Totally. That kid is so cute. Uh-huh. So cute. Yeah. I don't know how you guys do it. I have a dog. That's enough like, to figure I mean, out for me. Having a husband <laughs> is kind of enough too, but. <laughs> Fair. Does your husband work full time too? Yeah. He um, is a production director at Saddleback Church. So that keeps him busy. Right. And and have you have you thought of sucking him into shooting with you ever? Um well if you were to talk to him, he would say he's <laughs> a destination wedding photographer only because if I'm like, Oh, I have a wedding in Switzerland, he's like, Oh, I'm there and then I'm like, Hey, I have a wedding in Palm Springs, he's like, Yeah, can't do that. No. Uh, but he works on the weekends, so it, it 
really does have to be like a trip that we're taking, but he's actually really good. And I wish he could work with me more, but. Cool. I feel like that's just a thing that happens. I don't know, husbands and wives. So you're the first one that I've heard where you're like, my husband does not shoot with me. Yeah, he does sometimes, but nope, I'm on my own. This is like a one woman show pretty much. So do you shoot with a second or you just go solo? Um, I always have an assistant. Like one, I don't want to spend the wedding day alone, like by myself. It's nice to just have a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so mostly that. And then, yeah, I just have a good group of, you know, photographers here who own their own businesses or, or like starting out. Um, Mm -hmm. and I kind of just throw out my dates and say, Hey, I need someone. And then I just kind of fill in the gaps there. Cool. Do you do, do you edit your photos yourself too? Um, I did. And I still do like engagements and stuff. Don't what? Don't be ashamed. I sense shame in your voice. Like, don't be ashamed. I think no, I'm actually not ashamed. I don't know why it came (laughs) off like that. (laughs) Um, I still edit like engagement sessions or small things, but I actually recently started outsourcing to a company and it's been awesome. And I was actually really hesitant to do so because I was like, well, this is my work. And how is someone going to see it the way I do and all of those things? But uh-huh. it's nice to let go of a little bit of control. Um, yeah. It's definitely freed me up. And I know having a kid, like I'm not going to have 40 hours to spend on one wedding. So um, it definitely cuts down the time uh, for me. I still go through every single image and make sure it looks exactly how I want it to. But like, the hard work of it is taken out because I give them my preset. I show them examples of what I want it to look like. Um, and then yeah. I just kind of go through and fine tune to what my eye thinks looks good. And then, yeah, it's super helpful. Cool. Yeah. I feel like the people, I'm not a photographer, <laughs> so I don't, I, I mean, I, I only kind of know, but the people who outsource their editing are like the happiest humans and they love it. And they say like what you just said, you know, obviously you need to keep an eye on it and you need to, you know, give some guidance, but, and then the people who don't are like scared of it, but like mildly intrigued. Yeah. So I'm like, everyone should just cross over because the people on the other side are fucking into it. Yeah. It, it, so. Like once you just let it go, um, like the frozen, chicks <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you are a mom you're like a mom oh, already yeah. I couldn't even say you. their names I said the frozen chicks, <laughs> the frozen chicks. um like yeah. once you get a taste oh, of that freedom and then you're like oh my gosh I could actually do something else with my time like I actually just yeah. talked with a friend and she's still editing through weddings and I was like I can't even believe that I would die yeah. Yeah. This time of year too, it's a lot of Instagram posts in my feed of photographer friends who are like, I haven't seen daylight in eight days. Yeah. And they're just editing away. I don't want yeah. that life. Yeah. No. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm sure you're going to get asked more Perfect. about that. Um, because your Instagram page is really Thank beautiful. You. Assuming that all of your work is that beautiful. Cause that's what we yeah, see when we see you're assuming page, I'm, right? I'm like really good into it. Drinking the Kool-Aid. 
Um, so I'm excited to hear more from you about that. Um, is there any, any sort of final thoughts about Lauren that you want to impart on the people before I let you go oh, have your man. Friday? Seems very official. It can be like, FYI, I have a hidden <laughs> talent. I can juggle. Um, if I wasn't pregnant, I could still do a backflip, but that's not going to happen. Like a full backflip, like your hands on the floor and then your feet Uh, or like no hands hands on on the floor. floor. I was a cheerleader for most of my life and people people can't believe that I was a cheerleader because I'm very like, I'm sarcastic and sassy and they're just like, I don't how were you like a happy, like fun cheerleader? I was like, I have no idea. Like cheerleaders are so earnest. Yeah. And like now you're, now you're like, I mean, I'm a happy person, but I'm just more like on the mellow side and not so like happy and cheery. Like cheerleaders are supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. So if you freeze up on stage in Sweden, I'm going to be like, Lauren, give us a cheer. Or you could just play some One Direction and then I'll get back on track. Oh, what? You are are so 29. I I know it. 29-year-old stuck (laughs) in an 18-year-old. Note to self, I'm going to get some like One Direction walk-on music for you. you, Or if you just had Harry Styles on the stage, I might die. I'll see what I can do. We're pretty close. I'll see if he'll swing me a favor. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right, good. I feel like you divulged some very solid personal info at the end of this chat. Yeah, you know, when you get pregnant, you just don't really – your filter's kind of gone. You're just just hungry all the time and a little bit sassy. So, yeah, those Insta stories are probably going to get better as the time goes on. You're really pushing it. Everyone follow Lauren Scotty right now. <laughs> it wasn't now. even supposed to be a shameless plug. <laughs> I know, but it was it was tempting. I'm totally excited. I'm very excited. I'm going to watch oh all gosh, your stories. Oh gosh, now I feel like I got to really bring it. You got to. You better. We will be, oh, all God. be judging. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, well, thank you so yeah, much, Lauren. Yeah, it was Lauren. so nice chatting with you.